Welcome back. AfriMat has weathered tough economic conditions. During the interim period, the building materials and mining group's diversification strategy continued to pay off as it delivered a near 10% rise in revenue and a 4.4% increase in headline earnings per share. We're now joined by the company's CEO, Andres van Heerden. Thank you so much for your time, Andres. Would you say that there's no better time to be a diversified company? Oh, absolutely, Zanati. Mm. Yeah. The fact that we are diversified, could uh, it really helped us to, uh, to weather the storm in some of our businesses, while other businesses were really performing well. And the, the end result was, was quite satisfying. Yeah. I mean, yeah, really, this helps you to be cushioned from most of the pain of the macroeconomic environment. But talk to me about the factors that are beyond your control, that are permeating through to your operations and maybe your balance sheet. Yeah, I think the, the factors that were beyond our control, um, the we all know about the load shedding, and that impacted our industrial minerals business quite badly. Um, but fortunately, that's a relatively small part of our business. Uh, the other thing outside of our control is, uh, you know, the, the we had some some challenges with the export uh, iron ore line, where we uh, had about a ten percent reduction in volumes year on year. Um, but fortunately, we you know we could counter that with uh, with additional sales on the domestic market for our iron ore business, and the construction materials business did exceptionally well this this first half. Mm. Well, I mean, yeah, that's the thing with those uh, international iron ore sales volumes uh, that decline that we saw there. That was due uh, to rail uh, limitations. Is the situation on that front expected uh, to remain the same at least in the short to medium term? I don't think so. Um, we can see that Transnet is doing a lot of work to improve the rail maintenance. We can also see that they are doing a lot of work to improve uh, wagon availability. So um, I'm, I'm quite hopeful that uh, in the short to medium term, we'll start seeing an improvement. Yeah, all right. Well, talk to me about uh, some of the mines and production that has come online that uh, is still relatively new to your balance sheet at this point, how those are doing and what the runway looks like. Yeah, so uh, the most exciting one is uh, an anthracite mine that we bought about two years ago out of Business Rescue. The mine's name is Zincomati Anthracite. Um, we have spent a lot of capital and a lot of effort in the first half of this year to uh, bring that mine to, uh, to its full capacity. We are in the process of ramping it up now, and over the short to medium term, we really expect some really exciting uh, results from that uh, um, investment. The other investment that we did was Glenover, which is our, uh, our, what we call our future minerals and, and metals business. Um, we are in the in the process uh, as we speak of building the uh, the beneficiation plant to be able to to manufacture uh, single superphosphates, um, and we have just commissioned the the phosphate upgrade plant. So that will come in production late this year, early next year. Uh, to start showing some results in the new financial year. And then uh, lastly, we've uh, we've announced recently that we've acquired uh, Lafarge. We are still waiting for competition commission approval, but uh, we believe that that is uh, not too far away. 
And once that starts uh, happening, we'll uh, we'll start to see the benefits of that acquisition as well. Yeah, I mean, you talk about uh, Glenova. I understand that there has been some revenue that has been made on that, um, but of course, because it is still a startup, there are some losses being made there. And I'm wondering, just how far into production do you kind of expect a significant improvement there in those startup losses? Yeah, the the startup losses um, in Glenover is is relatively small, and we think that uh, in in the second half of this year that you know we'll will hopefully eliminate those losses and turn this this mine to be a profitable mine in in the next financial year. Ah, all right. I mean, there was, uh, you talk about uh, Lafarge, but obviously now we need to talk about the existing uh, construction material segment. There was a significant improvement there, uh, leading to a 113.5% hike in operating profit. Uh, what would you say was the biggest driver of that? Well, there were two drivers. The one is, they, we did see about a 16, 16, 17% growth in volumes. Um, and that was on the back of, of improved sales to to both the roads as well as the right, rail sector. We've actually seen Transnet buying significantly more ballast than in the past, which which is a good sign for for rail maintenance. So so that that was one driver is the road and rail uh, volumes that have increased. But the the big driver to go from the growth in in revenue to the growth in profit. Uh, is really on the back of a very exciting efficiency improvement program that we've been uh, busy with for quite some time and it's really starting to deliver good results now. The, the teams have done exceptionally well with that. Yeah, all right. Well, uh, Andres, uh, this uh, was only for the first half of the financial year. So what can we look forward to in the second half of the year as we wrap up this conversation? I think the second half, we, we expect to see uh, in Kumati, which I spoke about just now, to start coming through quite strongly in the second half. We think that uh, Glenover will at least uh, eliminate some of its uh, early startup losses. Construction materials should, should carry on quite strongly in the second half. And iron ore, we expect to maintain the, the sort of levels that we were on in the first half, which was already high. So all in all, I'm quite bullish about the second half for, for our company. Uh, all right. Uh, something that not a lot of companies can say at this point in time. But really, really thank you for your time and for your insights today. Uh, Andres, that was the CEO of Afrimat, Andres van Yerden.